Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, this night we ask for revelation knowledge upon your word. We ask that the word of God go forth in the power and accuracy only our Father can bring forth. So Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we ask that the Spirit of grace will unveil to us these truths, that he would open the eyes of our understanding, that we may see clearly, clearly the word of the living God, and that we may see the resurrected Lord in our lives. And Father, we'll give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Tonight I want to talk to you about why, why wasn't Uncle Ned healed? Why wasn't Uncle Ned healed? Brother Sullen, I was believing God. I was in faith. I prayed the prayer of faith. I know that I was believing. But Uncle Ned died. Had others say, well, Brother Sullen, you know, I was, I, was, I was believing God. I'm in faith. I know I was. Uh, you know, and I was believing God for Uncle Ned, uh, you know, to get a new heart. I was believing, but uh, uh, he had to go get operated on. He had to go get an operation. Man, he hadn't even recovered yet. You know, he's still sick. Why? I was believing God. I know that I was. Oh, I know that you was too. As far as you know, see. Well, Brother Sullen, uh, I just don't understand. I, I, can't, I can't understand it. Why, why did Uncle Ned die? I can't understand it. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm on, <laughs> all this faith business is right. You ever thought along them lines? Maybe, well, what if, you know, I don't understand. Look, Uncle Ned was my, he's my favorite uncle. He's my favorite uncle. And he, you know, I grew up sitting on his lap. He was the finest old gentleman. He taught me to drive. I mean, he, I mean he's, the, he's the kindest fellow you ever met. And I know that when I prayed that I was believing God. I know that I'm in faith. And I know that I'm standing in faith for, brother, for Uncle Ned and he died. I don't understand. Well, let me ask you one thing. One question. What did Uncle Ned believe? <laughs> oh, I never asked Uncle Ned nothing about it. <laughs> See? See, that's where a lot of times people think that they can take their faith. Now, listen close to me. You cannot have faith you cannot have faith. Now, that's presumption or something else that you're thinking the Word of God says. If you think that you can believe beyond the Word of God, you must have precedence. If you don't have the Word of God on it, then, then there cannot be any faith on that subject. Do you understand that? You must have a precedence in the Word of God. You must understand this Word says this right here for this situation. This promise is unto me in my household. When you see words like that, you can stand on what you see. If God says, I'll meet your needs according to his wealth in heaven, then you've got a precedent. You've got something to stand on. Do you understand that? If it said, lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover, praise God. Is that what he said? Yes, but right above it he said, preach them the gospel and these signs shall follow them that believe. See? Amen. 
Turn with me to the ninth chapter of Mark. Ninth chapter of Mark. So many times, people think, well, it ought to be this way, and this is the way it should be, rather than having the exact scripture and knowing exactly what it says. See, oh, thank God. There's nothing that the Word of God does not cover. There's no situation, including Uncle Ned. See, praise God. Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto this, this man, he said, If thou canst believe, all things is possible to him that believeth. So, when we're talking about helping somebody, you can always take the Word of God and help anybody if you can preach them the Word and they believe it. You can always help everybody. Well, a lot of times a situation comes up or something and you don't have time to preach them the Word. What are you going to do then? Well, you must have scriptures on whatever you do. You must have something to back it up. See, it, 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 a lot of times people think, well, it ought to be this way or it ought to be that way rather than know exactly what the Word of God says. See? This scripture said, all things is possible to him that believes. Amen? It did not say, all things is possible to him whom you're believing for. Well, does you, do you have a right to believe for some people? Of course you do in some areas. We'll get into that next week. But this night, we're looking at why Uncle Ned was not healed. We're trying to get, get, get understanding in this because if we get understanding in why Uncle Ned wasn't healed, then we can correct what we did and we can go around and, and get Uncle Ned healed next time, see? Praise God. Why wasn't he healed? I'm believing God. I prayed the prayer of faith. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You can't pray the prayer of faith for Uncle Ned with, without having the Word of God on the situation. See? Did Uncle Ned believe? What did Uncle Ned believe? Well, did he believe in healing? Well, no, he didn't believe in healing. Do you believe that you can get someone saved that don't believe in Jesus Christ? <laughs> huh? What does Uncle Ned believe? Does he believe that God can heal him? Oh, yes, he believes that. How many of you know that won't get you healed? See? What'll get you healed, what'll get Uncle Ned healed is him knowing that God wants to heal him, that he wants to heal him, and that he's in the healing business, and he can have it right now. That'll get Uncle Ned healed, see? Praise God. Look in Mark eleven twenty four. said, so therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Now listen to him. Now listen close to him. Let's read it again. Therefore I say unto who? You. Whatsoever things ye, you, ye, same word, ye desire. When ye pray, believe ye receive them, and ye shall have them. 
Did you understand that? That verse never mentioned Uncle Ned one time in there, did it? Huh? Never mentioned Uncle Ned in there, did it? Now, we see we want to do this a lot of times. Well, Brother Sullivan, I'll just take my faith and I'll believe for such and such. And you see people come down a lot of times and they want to stand in proxy for somebody else and things like that. That's not scriptural. He said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, not what you believe you want to get Uncle Ned to receive. Do you understand that? Well, how am I going to help Uncle Ned? Well, you better get some word in him. You better teach him. See? You better put the word of God in him because the word of God will always work. You know, Jesus went into his hometown and you know that he had friends, relatives in town. Don't you know a lot of them came that were sick? Don't you know that? He wanted to get them healed, but he said he could there do no mighty works because of their unbelief. See, you're not above your master. But see, he didn't quit at that. What did he, he goes on to say, and he went around about the villages teaching them teaching them. He didn't quit on See, if you teach somebody something, you teach the Word of God, faith will arise in their heart. Hallelujah. You can always help people with the Word of God. See, a lot of times people want a shortcut to this thing. Well, I'll just go pray for such and such. I'll just take my faith and I'll just, I'll just believe God for Uncle Ned. Well, and Uncle Ned dies, or Uncle Ned don't recover. And what happened? I was believing God. No, 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 that's not right. If all it took was you to take your faith and believe for somebody else, we'd turn you loose up to Warner Brown Hospital in the morning about daylight. We'd start you on the first floor, and you'd go through intensive care, and you'd empty that. See? And day after tomorrow, after you rested up, we'd carry you to Union Medical. And you could start, you know, you could start on, on the basement. See? Now, you understanding that, what I'm saying? No, that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. You cannot take your faith, your common, everyday, born-again faith. You cannot take your faith, your common faith, and raise the dead. You can't take your common faith just your common, ordinary, born-again faith, that faith that comes because Jesus is in there, because you cannot do things above what the Master did in his earthly walk. But thanks be unto God, whatever he did, if it's raised the dead, opened the blinded eyes, whatever it was, he took the Word of God and preached it, and when that was not in operation, the gifts of the Holy Ghost, when they were in operation, he raised the dead. You know, he went over to he went over one time over to the pool of Bethesda. Man, there was hundreds of sick people all over there, all out there. But he just healed this one fella. He said, said, uh, uh, go wa go wash in the pool of Siloam, and he came again seeing. See, don't you know his other blind people, other sick people there? Whole thing. How come he didn't just take his faith and get all of them? Because the Spirit of God did not tell him to. The gifts of the Spirit is in operation, and his special faith believed for that. If it just took your, your common everyday faith, we'd just go to the funeral parlor tonight. I know there's some sad people around there. Amen? Lady come one time. To our church and want us to believe, you believe with me. 
God has spoken to me and told me to go raise such and such lady from the dead. He said, I want you to agree with me. No, I'm not fixed to agree with you. When the special faith that comes on, that comes with, with the supernatural power to raise the dead, you can't stop you. Why, I could hold you, I could tie you, and you'd gnaw the rope into. You're going to go. It is nothing going to stop you. This supernatural faith cannot be denied. That is a supernatural manifestation of the Holy Ghost. That's on the inside of you. But it is as the Spirit Himself wills. We don't go around pushing it. One of the reasons I don't like the gifts of the, 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 the supernatural gifts of the Spirit called gifts is because, you know, if I give my wife $10, that's her $10. She can carry it down the road, do what she wants to, throw it away, anything she wants to do with it. And people got that idea. These are gifts in a general sense, but they're really not gifts of the Spirit. They're manifestations of the Spirit because they're not given to us to do what we want to with. They're ours to use as the Spirit wills just like they operated in Jesus' life. They challenged him over there in, in, in Nazareth and they said, let's see you do the works that you did over there at Capernaum. Let's see what you can do. We got many things sick. We got many. Let's see you do it. He said he could there do no mighty works. And he went on to tell them. He said, as many widows in Israel. He said, Elijah was just sent to one widow and surrept her. He said, as many, he said it was a, a, a many lepers in Israel. In the days of Elisha, he said, only Naaman the Syrian got healed. Why? Why? Because that's the one the supernatural gifts of the Spirit were in operation for. Now, that does not mean that we... See, see, Elijah had a healing ministry. Well, what did he do if the gifts wasn't there? He preached the Word. The Word will always work, folks. The Word will always work. See, but there's no shortcuts to this. Well, I'm just going to, you know, in my own faith, and my own doing, and I'm going to do this. No, I, the, 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 the reason that healing's right and all this is for us to lean towards Jesus Christ and come and meet the Master of Masters, praise God. This is the whole purpose of this thing. So, whatsoever things... You desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. That is for you, the prayer of faith. You can pray that for yourself, for your family members, and your immediate family. Praise God. Praise God. The individual has a part to play in this. You know, Jesus made statements in his ministry as you have believed, so be it unto you. Thy faith has made you whole. According to your faith, be it unto you. You remember statements like these? Well, what is he saying? They was believing what he is preaching. They was believing what he was saying. When they believed, there was never a case, not one case in the Bible, where they believed the word of the living God, believed what he's preached and didn't get to healing. No one ever came to Jesus and he didn't heal them. Never been a case. Never been one case. When people came and were brought and came expecting Jesus, bless God, he performed. And I'm telling you right now, when you come expecting, he'll still perform. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. I got an uncle, I'll call him Uncle E. And he was diagnosed a few years 
ago as needing a heart bypass operation. And uh, Uncle E uh, was a good fellow. He was saved. But his wife had got into the uh, charismatic movement and uh, I'll call her Aunt In. Aunt In, she decided, well, he's not going to have a bypass operation. I'm going to believe God for him a new heart. I'll just believe God for a new heart for him. So she got her family. They was young in the Lord. They was agreeing. Oh, hallelujah. They was agreeing. Uncle E is going to get a new heart. She called all over the United States, every full gospel church that she knew of, and said, will you pray for Uncle E? Uncle E, we're believing God for him a new heart. Well, all they knew is they was believing for a new heart. Yeah, we'll pray. She called all over the United States, everywhere she could. She came to me, she said, I want you to agree with me that your Uncle E will get a new heart. I said, what's Uncle E believe? See, I'm six months old in the, in the Lord, but I got better sense than that. See, I've got better sense than that. You know, some of this stuff, it don't take a whole lot of uh, 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 maturity in the Lord to figure some of this out. You know, I know this. If I'm believing God, I can get what I'm believing. Praise God. I've got a right to believe God for anything in this Word of God. But now when it comes to the other fellas, I'm not going to push my beliefs off on him. How I many you know it's a lot of folks still arguing over whether talking in tongues is of God or the devil? Now don't tell me you're just going to go run and ram it down them. You're going to believe God. They're going to get the Holy Ghost the next time they pray. No, you're not going to do that either. Because you done tried that and it failed. So she said, I want you to agree with me that your Uncle E will get a new heart. He'll not have to be operated on. And I said, wait just a minute. What does Uncle E believe? So, well, I don't have anything to do with it, she says. That don't have anything to do with it. I'm believing God. I'm standing in faith. He's going to get a new heart. I've done got such and such a church of praying. I've got this church of praying. I've got thousands of people of praying. I don't care if you got the whole world of praying. Are you listening to me? You're not going to push your beliefs off on somebody else. She said, she said, you hindering my faith. I said, well, you, you know, you must not have had a whole lot, you know, for that me just to kind of ask a question or two. Well, I said, uh, I don't care. You don't even have to agree with me. He's going to get a new heart anyway. I said, now let me tell you what you're doing. You're going to cause these young uh, Christians to stumble. You're going to cause them to doubt whether God heals. You're going to cause uh, problems here because what you're saying is not scriptural. I said, well, you'll see. He's going to get a new heart. Well, 
I see right then I can't help her. So, but I, 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 I really, she ain't the one with a bad heart. She ain't the one fixing to die. Uncle E's fixing to die. I mean, he had, I believe, five of them. They have stopped up. He need, he need operation. Now, God could easily have done it if he'd have believed something. Well, I go to Uncle E. Uncle E, how you feel? Oh, and he's talking real slow, you know. Well, all right. Uh, do you want me to pray for you? That God will just give you a new heart? He kind of laughed, and he, no, you know, I don't, you know, I'm saved, I, you know, but I, I don't, you know, I don't believe much in that divine healing. Well, fine, that's all right. I, you know, I don't care if he don't believe in divine healing. I'm not, he's going to heaven. He's, he's saved. I mean, he knows Jesus. Praise God, he's teaching Sunday school. See? There wasn't nothing wrong with that. But I'm trying to help him. I don't want him to die premature. So what I do? I said, well, you know, well, I'll pray with you. We'll just get God on the scene. What will you believe? I said, will you believe that when you get operated on, that, that the doctors will fix you and it'll be exactly right and you'll have a good recovery? He said, I believe that. I believe that. I believe God will guide the hand of those doctors. I said, I believe that too. Let's pray. Hallelujah. I done found me a place I can help him now. Well, that ain't God's best. I didn't say nothing about God's best. I tell you what, he's still serving. He's still living today. He's still teaching Sunday school. He's still helping today. And if somebody hadn't got to intervene, he was scared before this. No, we got to talking the word, and I got told him, God, God will guide the hand of that surgeon. Praise God. God ain't mad at a doctor. He ain't mad at nothing. Praise God. Now, I ain't say it's God's best. God's best is to believe him get that new heart. But he was not there. How many of you know everybody's not going to walk in divine healing? Well... She kept, you know, talking to him. Try, well, honey, you believe this. You know, we believe in this. Don't worry about anything. You're going to get a new heart. Man, he liked to die. They had to rush him to Little Rock. Uh, the finally he got an operation, you know, and they bypassed and everything. He had a good recovery, but she didn't. She didn't recover too good. Now, she's, you know, she's discouraged. Why wouldn't God heal Uncle Lee? I'm believing, you know. You know, some people you can't help won't be taught. Now, they suppose it ought to be this way, but it really ain't that way. Just because you suppose that's the way it ought to work, that don't mean it's the way it works. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, we got precedence in the Word of God. Uncle Lee, let me tell you something. Jesus laid hands on the sick and they recovered. Yes, I believe that. He believed all that. But he don't believe Jesus does that today. He's given us doctors, he says. Well, so what? I'd rather get him patched up and no patch at all. Amen. So, but she swole. And she's mad at God. Now, I just won't be going to church no more. This stuff don't work. I'm just through with this. And she quit going to church, and she didn't go around full gospel. She started going back to a uh, church that didn't believe in the Holy Ghost, didn't believe in this, didn't believe in that, you know. Well, I don't go along with that. No, you don't, I don't care what you go along with. You better go along with whatever God says here and not just suppose what you think's right, see. 
Are y'all listening to me tonight? I don't know how good, I don't know how good this is helping you, but I'm helping you tonight if you'll listen to me now. Now see, I'm not trying to discourage you from stepping out and believing God. I'm not trying to do that. Let me tell you something, folks. You got Jesus living on the inside of you. You got the Christ of God. You got the Messiah, the resurrected, glorified Christ lives on the inside of you, and he'll still heal. He'll still deliver. He'll still do the same thing he always done. But be sure you find out how he done it. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, Linda called her the other day. She hadn't been to church here. She's still a friend of mine, an elderly lady. She'd been to all the major clinics in the United States. And she grew weaker and sicker by the day. And they couldn't find anything wrong with it. They even examined her head. Said it might be in your head. You know, and I told her, I said, I know it can't be there. It ain't never been nothing, in, you know, in there. You know, it ain't never been, you know. But she's getting no better fast. And she, she's losing weight. She's thinning up. She's an elderly woman. She'd been sick early in her life. They can't find her. They've sent her to New Orleans. They've sent her to Michigan. They've sent her all over, you know, trying to find out what it was. She come by one day before we built a church. She said, I want to give you some money on, 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 on building the church. It's fine. Wrote a check out. And I said, Ms. G, will you... Uh, <laughs> What have they found out wrong, as wrong with you? Said they can't find anything. Said they've given me a, a psychiatrist. I've been to the psychiatrist. I've been to every place in the world. They, they can't find anything wrong with me. And she said, I'm going to make one more appointment with one of the doctors here in El Dorado. Now she's done been to the best. I mean, she's done been to the best. They can't find anything wrong with her. And I said, well, I tell you what, you know, God will heal you. Yes, I know he healed me as a young woman. I had tuberculosis. He healed me. I know he will. I know he can. Thank God for that. I said, do you believe I'd pray that God would just heal you right now? Well, you know, she never heard none of this too much. You know, she said, I know God can. She's honest. Now, she's honest. She ain't trying to uh, 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 be dishonest. I know God can. She said, I know. I've talked to people that you've prayed for that were healed. I know that. I know that God's still in the healing business. I know that. But I, I, I just, I don't know. said, I really don't know. I said, well, let me tell you what we're going to do. See? She's going to all the clinics everywhere. She's believing someone's going to help me. Someone's going to help me somewhere. Her faith, I know where her faith's at. Her faith's in that doctor. Bless God, I tell you what we'll do. I said, I, I'll just pray and we'll ask God to supernaturally give this young doctor the wisdom and the knowledge to find out exactly what is wrong with you and it won't be anything major and some simple pill will take care of it. She said, 
I believe God will do that. I said, hallelujah. I turned over to uh, Matthew 18, 19. They said, if any two of you agree. I said, see right there, man, you're going to agree on that right now. And bless God, she went to the doctor the next morning and, and he found out what was wrong and some little old simple pill took care of it. Hallelujah. Well, locate people. Locate people. Let's don't just cram something down their throat. Now, this is the way it is. Now, if you want me to, I'll lay hands on you. Now, that's the only way and no other way. No, bless God. Our business is to help people wherever we can. Amen. God's best is that he supernaturally heal them himself. Amen. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Don't just lay hands on people. Pray, uh, 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 locate them first. Get them located. Get them to believe. Get them to do something. Amen? You know, a, a good rule of thumb is this. When I talk to people, a lot of times people will tell me, well, go ahead and pray. I've had people say, ask me, say, will you go up to the hospital and pray for my husband? And I, I'll get up there. Maybe they're up there, you know, and husband, wife. Maybe she's called. How you doing? You want me to pray? Yes, oh, yes, want you to pray. What do you want me to pray? Huh? Don't know even know what I'll, Just pray, you know, it just, you know, kind of a soothing prayer deal. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I've went and visited folks at the hospital, and, and then they say, oh, when I leave, they say, oh, I sure appreciate you coming. Oh, I feel so much better. I ain't prayed, I ain't done nothing. You know, I see where that day wasn't going to receive anything. See? <laughs> oh, just say, I appreciate it so much you coming up here, you know. People don't understand. If they don't understand, you got to teach them. You got to teach them. You got to teach them. You're not going to go beyond your master, and your master went about teaching and preaching and healing. 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 He taught. He preached. He healed. Bless God. When they received his teaching and preaching, they also received his healing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. If the supernatural gifts is in operation, that's a different story, but we're not talking about uh, supernatural manifestations of the Spirit tonight. Praise God. In Jesus' ministry, we read, we read, we read this over and over and over. They came, they brought, they besought, they cried out to Him with a loud voice. You remember reading these things? Huh? You reading these things? That's their faith talking. It goes on to say, thy faith, daughter, your faith made you whole. Amen? According to your faith, so be it unto you. Praise be unto God. Well, he says their faith, according to their faith. All things is possible to him that believes. Praise God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Sullivan, you know Uncle Ned lives over in another town. I, you know, I can't go. He's bad sick. I don't know if he's going to make it. What am I going to do? Now listen close to me. When we're talking about someone else, there is a, what I call a gray area. It ain't just black and white and say you can do this and you can do that. It's a gray area right there that, that when other people's involved, that you, you know it's just a different story. Now listen close. I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying now. When someone else is involved... You've got a right to intercede. 
You've got a right to intercede on their behalf. <coughs> now, if it's your immediate family, that's a different story. But I'm talking about Uncle Ned or Aunt Jane or some of these folks out here are a good friend of mine. You have a right to intercede. And if the Holy Ghost takes hold with you and can take hold with you with this situation without violating the Word of God, he'll take hold of this thing. Intercession will come and the supernatural power of God will fall and they'll be healed. See, but let me tell you something. I've cried out to God and prayed before God and I couldn't get nothing took care of. I prayed for folks and, and blessed God, I, want, I loved them. I wanted to see them get here. But I couldn't get what, what old timers call prayed through. I couldn't get through and get a hold of God for them. Are you listening to me? You say, well, how come you couldn't? I don't know. I've done everything I know to do but stand on my head. Now, what I'm telling you is this. When other folks is involved, Sometimes it isn't just, it just cut and dried. Am I making any sense tonight, folks? Yeah. If he lives in another town, send him some tapes. Send him something. Send him some teaching. Praise God. Praise God. Get him to do something. Tell him, come over to our church. We'll pray for you. Well, I ain't able. I ain't able to get over there. Well, if you believed you'd get healed when you got over there, you'd get able. You listening to me? If you believed you got over there, if you believed a doctor over there had some kind of remedy that'd help you, you'd, you'd, you'd drag over there any kind of way in the world. Are you hearing me? If a person believes something, he'll get there. A rule of thumb uh, 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 that I go by a lot of times, a lot of people say, well, pray for them. No, you come to church Sunday and I'll pray for you. If you believe in something, you'll be there. See, let them do something. Bless God, show them. Praise God. If you really mean something, you know, like that fellow they carried up on top of the roof and Jesus ministered, tore the man's roof down, let him well, roped him down through that thing. See? Here he is, crippled already. You know, it didn't say, well, he went to hollering about time they got him on the roof. No, bless God, he wanted in there. See? When other people are involved, we don't know everything. Now, that's, all, that's the best I can tell you. But I can tell you this. The Word of God never will fail. And if you'll put, preach the word to them, the word will work. The word will work. Turn over with me to Deuteronomy, the 29th chapter. Twenty-nine, twenty-nine. The word will produce faith. And if anybody will listen, see, it'll produce faith. And then they have an opportunity to which way they want to go. Faith's there if they want to receive it or not. Praise God. It's their decision. Deuteronomy 29, 29. He said, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God. See, some things are secret, folks. It ain't none of your business, a lot of things. Are you listening to me? Howard Knutzer died. He had the biggest church in Dallas. What was the name of it? The Bronco Bowl? Uh, uh, 
Beverly Hills Baptist Church, biggest church. He's, he's meeting in the Bronco Bowl out there when the Broncos played out. Anyway, big church, big church, big church, big church. He died. Man, I just got into this thing. I just a few months old. I went for the Lord. I said, I don't understand this. That man right there, that man, I know he knows how to get healed. Why'd he die? And I said, I'm going to have to know. And the Lord told me, what's that to you? Follow thou me. In other words, none of your business. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Praise God. If it's been revealed in there that healing is ours, bless God, it's ours. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? If it's been revealed to you, these things, they are ours and they're our children's, praise God. We've got a covenant right for them. But the secret thing, you know, you don't, you know, you don't know another fellow's heart. You don't know what another fellow's got on his head. Kind of like a lady asked me, said, well, I don't understand why such and such and such and such about a certain fellow. I said, well, you want me to tell you what, if you really want to find out? Yeah, go ask him. So she never did. She didn't want to know as bad as she thought she did. But the secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and our children forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now let me say this one more time. When other people are involved, we don't know everything. Praise God. I'll just use Marty for an example. She don't mind. If she does, stand sitting right there, I'll handle it. When we was young in the Lord, young man, young man was in a wheelchair. And we believed in healing. You remember that, Marty? See? So she's, we, we pre, preachers preaching on the name of Jesus. She said, if the name of Jesus works, bless God, I'll just lay hands on him. He'll come out of that wheelchair. She laid hands on him and said, come out of it in the name of Jesus. Oh, no, you ain't getting me out. Man, he pulled back. She pulled. No, sir. He was down. No, come out. And then, and then. See? But see, she didn't know what I knew. You couldn't have took a Warren winch and pulled him out of there. He, you, you couldn't have got him out of there any way in the world. She knows now. She didn't then. He had insurance settlement he's waiting on. And he, you couldn't have got, Jesus couldn't have got him healed. A bolt of lightning had come down and engulfed him while he had to melt the chair out from under. He was not fixed to leave that. See, she didn't know that. See, the secret things belong to the Lord. You don't know everything, folks. It ain't our job to judge why this fellow's healed, that one ain't, or nothing else. Our job is to lay hands upon the sick, bless God, and if they believe something, hallelujah, the miracle power of our God will come into being. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. The Word of God will build faith in people. Then, then, 
then they've got an opportunity to believe and receive. Amen? Hallelujah. Stand on your feet. I'll just tell you something else. I'll just tell you something else. The first one down here tonight will be instantly healed too. Praise God. No matter what's wrong with you. No matter what's wrong with you. No matter. No matter. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Now I did, now wait a minute. That you leave here and say, so and said he's just going to heal the first and God. No. The Spirit of God prompted me to do that. Now if I could do that, I'd just walk down the street and say, the first one, get over here, I'll get him healed. I can't do that. I can't do that. Jesus didn't do that. Spirit of God said for me to do that, or I would not have said that. Do you understand that? All right. You know, a lot of times we see something, we think we see something. We think we understand it. But bless God, we've got a right to understand this Word of God. We've got the Holy Ghost, the teacher, and He's showing us things. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise God. See? This time next year, we will know so much more than we know right now. Thank the Lord. See, Evora, you got something to look. You won't, you won't have to leave here, you know. Not no knowing more than you know now. All right, Tommy, testify. Testify, I'm serious. Are you sure? Breathe. Breathe. I'm serious. Are you, I, I, I'm talking about you, you do something you couldn't do. Do something you couldn't do. I want to. Praise God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Say. Let me tell you something. When the supernatural things of God are in manifest, we got the Word of God. I don't care if the Holy Spirit never moves again, never in your life, never moves again. We can take the Word of God. It'll work every time. It won't never fail. It won't never fail. Praise God. But we've got to go according to directions. Kind of like Tommy Swartz told me one time. He's telling me such and such. And I try to tell him, you know, he had a lot of different kind of teaching as a kid. And I tell him, I said, that's not right. And he was working one day on some of them old pumps and stuff down there on some oil wells. And he put something together and it didn't work. He just all been out of shape. He said, Lord, you know I ain't got time for this. And the Lord spoke to him and said, won't you go by directions? Well, that's the same way with this thing. You better go by directions. <laughs> See, we got a book of directions. See, Kind of like on Christmas, you know, they had, you know, I never really like to take time, read, put this little bolt in, put this little light on here, you know, and I put a menu, uh, a wagon together and it had two tongues and going sideways, you know, and had to go back and wind up and get it and want, take them all down. See, hallelujah. Well, now don't leave here saying that your faith and thinking that your faith won't work for somebody else. It will in certain cases. 
But in some areas, that's what I call a gray, it ain't, it ain't just solid, you know. I don't know exactly what to do, but I do know what if I get the Word of God into them, what it'll do, see. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, just shake someone's hand and we'd be dismissed. Pray.